another week in the books. We are back with our waiver wire pickups. We'll talk about injuries. We'll talk about whether or not these guys are worth waiver wire pickups. You know what time it is. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Y. Slicker. This is the only AA that's not for quitters. Follow me on everything at Y. Slicker. All social media at Y. Slicker. Be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction and earn your chip. So, man, another week in the books. We saw some injuries happen. Um, we saw Buccaneers lose Rob Gronkowski, but his rib injury, with a rib injury, um, his x-rays came back negative. So he's looking to be ready for next week. So we don't need to worry about anything there. The Bears lost Khalil Mack uh, with a foot injury. He was in a medical tent for a little while, but he returned at the start of, at the, start of the third quarter despite limping significantly. We'll have to monitor him throughout the week. He doesn't really affect your offensive fantasy options, but as far as the defense is concerned, when they go to the next matchup, you're going to be looking towards that. Um, you know, you, you definitely want to be looking towards that because if there isn't, if the Bears defense is compromised, the team that's playing them could possibly, you know, do some things. Uh, the Chargers, Darwin James, the safety. This guy always seems to be injured, man. He always comes up with an injury here or there. He injured his shoulder in the game against the Chiefs this week. Um, we'll have to monitor him and see what's up with him as well. Uh, the Colts, Quentin Nelson was carted off the field. Um, it was reported as an ankle sprain. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, their edge rusher, Quiddy Pay, was um, also ruled out with a hamstring injury um, that he injured. The Giants saw both their receivers, Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, Hamstring injuries. We also know about Christian McCaffrey injuring his hamstring for the Panthers on Thursday night. Um, James White, Patriots running back, uh, hip flexor. Um, he's going to be out indefinitely. Um, really serious injury. This is the same injury that, uh, that Ryan Fitzpatrick had at the beginning of the season. Um, so I, I expect James White to be out for the foreseeable future. Uh, the Saints, Taron Armstead, he suffered an elbow injury as he walked to the, to the locker room with the training staff. So we'll take a look at that. Juju Smith-Schuster for the Patriots. Excuse me. Juju Smith-Schuster for the Steelers. Wide receiver for the Steelers. Um, he injured his ribs. So he suffered a rib injury. He was ruled out for the remainder of the game. We'll have to check on him moving forward. The Titans. Wide receiver A.J. Brown. 
suffered a hamstring injury. He was ruled out. So hamstring injuries was the theme of the day, man. People just kept getting those hamstring injuries. So A.J. Brown with a hamstring injury. We'll have to look to see how long he will miss as well. Um, but, you know, not good on the injuries front for those guys. Um, some other injuries that happened, the wide receivers for the wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, KJ Hamler, he tore his ACL. He will be out for the remainder of the season. And that's bad news for him, man. He was, he was just looking to get into the groove as, um, Jared Judy has been out for the past couple of weeks, you know. Now he goes down, you're going to have to pivot even more to other receivers within the Broncos organization. Um, Josh Norman, cornerback for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, he suffered bruised lungs, tissue damage, causing internal bleeding. Uh, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but he had to be hospitalized for these injuries. Um, you know, you, you never want to see people go down like that, but it's part of the game. Injuries are part of the game. Um, t in, you guys know I record these on Mondays. Uh, so we just finished up watching the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Cowboys put a, put a whooping up on them boys. I mean, um, at the tail end of the game, one of the offensive linemen for the Eagles went down. So we'll we'll monitor that as well and see what's going on with those guys. But as far as far as waiver wires, the number one waiver wire pickup, of course, is going to be Christian McCaffrey's replacement, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. He played pretty well. Um, and, you know, he started off slow. Maybe it was nerves. Maybe it was some jitters. He started off slow. But as the game progressed, he started ripping off some, you know, a couple big runs here, seven, 13 yards here. He was involved in the receiving game. So he got some passes thrown his way. He did, however, drop a pass going into the end zone. But that did not deter the Carolina Panthers from continuing to try to use this guy. I understand that it may be he may be sharing carries with Royce Friedman, but your number one waiver pickup for this week should be Chuba Hubbard. You know, um, Peyton Barber, if he's still on waiver wires, he should be picked up as well. Volume is king. And the guy got 23 carries this week. Now, if Josh Jacobs continues to miss time and he's getting that amount of carries, eventually he's going to get into the end zone. He's going to do some things with it. We understand Kenny and Drake is still a part of the offense, but if this is this right here, seeing Peyton Barber carry the ball 23 times, Dynasty owners of Josh Jacobs, even 
redraft owners of Josh Jacobs should look at this and say, oh, my God, if this is how they're going to continue, if when Josh Jacobs come back, if he's going to do this, he's still going to be a valuable option for me. So that should shed a little light for people who have Josh Jacobs waiting on him to come back. If Peyton Barber can get 23 carries in his offense, there is no reason why they shouldn't give Josh Jacobs 23 carries in his offense. And when Josh Jacobs gets 23 carries in his offense, he's going to do a lot more with it than what Peyton Barber did. Peyton Barber was good for you in fantasy this week. Um, but, you know, if you didn't, if you don't have Peyton Barber, if he's still out there on your waiver wire, you know, go pick him up, man. Go pick him up. Um, he could be a, a little bit of a flex option for you. Um, last week it was Alexander Madison. We told you guys he was the number one waiver wire pickup, and he performed for you, 23 fantasy points um, in PPR leagues. That That's what you're looking for. Uh, Peyton Barber actually outscored him, so, you know. If Peyton Barber's still on you, 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 you wave wires, go pick them up. Um, another wave wire ad that we still want to mention, and we want to keep mentioning them until you could, until you guys go pick them up. Sam Darnold, you got to pick this guy up. Sam Darnold, Taylor Hinky, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones. There's no reason why these guys shouldn't be drafted. Shouldn't, not drafted, excuse me. They shouldn't be rostered. There's no reason. There's no reason. They're continuing week in and week out, you know, to be. Sam Darnold is top 10. You know, like, Sam Darnold is top 10. Taylor, Taylor Hinkie is top 12. Like, there's no reason why these guys shouldn't be picked up already. You know, Daniel Jones had a lighter week this week. He, he only scored 16 and a half fantasy points. But, and, and Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater might be at the bottom of that if you're not, if you haven't picked him up because he lost, he, again, he's lost KJ Hamler. He might be at the bottom of that list. But Sam Darnold and Taylor Hinkie, there's no reason why those two shouldn't be on a roster already. And it, there's no reason why they shouldn't be on your roster already. If and if you have other quarterbacks, like why? You have other quarterbacks that you keep playing around with. Why? Like, like if you got Matt Ryan or Jimmy Garoppolo or Jameis Winston or Ben Roethlisberger, why haven't you picked up one of these guys yet? If you're still out there rolling out, if you're still holding out hope and rolling out fucking Trevor Lawrence and Carson Wentz, stop. Go grab you, Daniel Jones. Go grab you, Taylor Hinky. Go grab you, Sam Darnold. Like, I don't understand why you still continuing to hold out hope for these quarterbacks that ain't doing nothing for you. And that's another thing that we talked about on a truth episode, holding out hope for people who you think are going to be fine that are not fine. 
it's th- it's been three weeks into the season. We know what these guys are by now. And for the people who study, another waiver wire pickup that they're steady pushing on to you is Tony Jones Jr., who plays for the, the Saints. There's no reason for you to pick this guy up. There's no reason for you to pick him up. You can leave his ass sitting right on the fucking waiver wire. There's no reason for you to pick him up. The only the only way you would pick him up is if you are in dynasty leagues and nobody has ever has, has picked him up. But in redraft format, there is no need for you to have Tony Jones Jr. on your team. Emmanuel Sanders. We talked about him on the Truth episode. Yes. Him in... Because I told you guys last week, I said to you, and this was one of the ones that I got wrong, and I told you guys this on the Truth episode. Emmanuel Sanders, he didn't appear like he had chemistry with Josh Allen at the time. Of course, new guy on the team, they're missing each other. They're missing each other. And I said this last week on the show. I said they're missing each other. We're going to sit them until we see it happen. This week it happened. Six targets, five receptions, two touchdowns. He's still not the go-to guy. He's still third in the pecking order as far as receptions are concerned. It's Stephon Diggs, it's Cole Beasley, and then it's him. And people are like, well, what do you mean it's Cole Beasley? Cole Beasley got 13 targets. They target Cole Beasley a lot. (laughs) Emmanuel Sanders, one of his touchdowns came, and I talked about this in the Truth episode, one of his touchdowns came in a play breakdown. The, The play had broken down, and Josh Allen is scrambling out to his right, and he... He's waving somebody over. It just so happens to be Emmanuel Sanders, and it's a strike on the line for a touchdown. Like, that's not happening all the time. When you got Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs both getting 10-plus targets, it's not enough balls to go around. So, yes. I would say you can pick up Emmanuel Sanders, but you're probably not going to know when to play him. And it's probably going to be some times where he goes out and he doesn't, he'll still get you five catches, but two of them aren't going to be for touchdowns. And then you're just going to have a pretty mediocre day. But for now, at the tail end of your bench, you should be taking a shot on him. You should also be taking a shot on Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick now has two receivers in front of him that have gone down. Jared Judy is still out. Jared Judy is going to be out for another three to four weeks. And then KJ Hamler is out for the rest of the year. So now you got Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, and then you have the tight end, no offense. These are your top targets. These are the top targeted people. You got to look out for that. So let's pick him up. I still have no idea why Hunter Renfro would still be on somebody's waiver wire. You should have picked him up a long time ago as well. We talked about him two weeks ago. This guy, Derek Carr, and the Las Vegas Raiders, they trust him. They trust him a lot. 
and he's continuing to get the ball. Even though Henry Ruggs is starting to get integrated into the offense, he's starting to look good. We're still going with him. We're still, they still are going to Hunter Renfro. So we want to have him. Um, Jacoby Myers, if he's on a waiver wire, I don't know why. He's Mac Jones' favorite target. Mac Jones gets this guy the ball. Him and Mac Jones are continuing to, to have that connection. We want to see that. Now, getting questions, getting questions because Josh Gordon, the former All-Pro wide receiver, he was reinstated. And then he signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. People ask me, is he worth a pickup? Well, it depends on who you got on your bench to drop. If you got somebody on your bench that's not doing a goddamn thing, that hasn't been doing anything, yeah, he's worth a pickup. But that's temporary expectations. He's starting out, he was signed to the Chiefs, and he's on their practice squad as of right now. They do have intentions of upgrading him to the active roster. But for right now, of course, we know he's got to go through the COVID things. He might have to get vaccinated. He might not, you know, if, if he wants to. But then he has to go through the COVID protocol where, you know, you got to take tests, make sure that you ain't got it. Things like that. So are you going to see this guy week four? We probably, we probably might not see him week four. We might not see him till week five. But is he worth picking up? The people that say no, okay. But let's be honest with ourselves. It's not like Josh Gordon has been sitting on his fucking ass. He's been playing football. He may not have been playing football on, a, on the NFL level, but he's been playing football since February. He's been playing football. In the Fans' Choice League or some shit like that? Fan-controlled football or some shit like that? He's been playing football. So the guy's still in shape. He may not, again, have been playing on the NFL level, but it's not like he's been sitting on his ass not playing football. He's been playing. So... He may be worth a pickup. He may be worth a pickup, but you have to temper expectations and know that he's not going to be somebody that you're going to plug in right away. Deontay Johnson, we're still monitoring monitoring him. He missed this la- this past week. We have Juju Smith-Schuster, who's got the rib injury. He could potentially miss. That means that if you didn't pick up James Washington last week, you could probably pick him up this week, and he may be able to get you something. He may be able to get you something. You know? It's always worth worth sitting those guys on your bench if they could possibly provide you with something. Now, this past week, He only scored five fantasy points. 
So if you picked him up last week and he didn't do much for you, this is why. But it still shouldn't deter you from putting them on the end of your bench this go-round. We're looking for those people who could possibly do something for us this week. We take it one week at a time. Over at the tight end position. Tyler Conkley. Tight end for the Minnesota for the Minnesota Vikings. People saying, oh, is he worth a pickup? Look. The, the guy didn't do anything the past couple weeks. And then he comes out and he does something this week. In return, K.J. Osborne, the guy who had been flexing, doing his thing for the past couple weeks as the third option receiving on the Vikings, what did he do? this week nothing so it seems like that third option is whoever they feel is best at the time that's what it feels like with that and if you're going to continue to do that I don't want no part to that so if you I mean if you're strapped that tight end and you need somebody which at this point I don't think you should need anybody. But if you do need somebody, then I would say to you, if you haven't picked up Pat Fryer-Murph already, why haven't you? If you haven't picked up uh, Austin Hooper, why haven't you? But after, their perform- after his performance tonight, Dalton Schultz, He's a good pickup. But the number one pickup, number one and number two pickups for me at the tight end position is going to be Evan Ingram. I got three. Evan Ingram. Then we're going to go Tommy Trimble from the Carolina Panthers because Dan Arnold just got traded away to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then... Dan Arnold, you might not play him as soon as early as this week, but Dan Arnold is going to be a worth worth a pickup. You know what I've noticed in games that Trevor Lawrence has played, and watching the first three games that the Jacksonville Jaguars have played, he looks to his tight ends. The problem is, he throws a little high, and he's getting his tight ends banged up. That's why they had to go trade for a tight end. O'Shaughnessy got banged up. And then the other tight end, I think it's Hollister, that they had, he got banged up because he caught a pass over the middle of the field and got blown the fuck up. Trevor Lawrence, he's running through those tight ends like a motherfucker because he's the way he's throwing the ball. But we know that the tight end position, whoever's in that position, is going to be getting passes. They're going to be getting receptions. So, Dan Arnold, you pick him up, you hold him. If you don't have him already, Tommy Trimble of the Carolina Panthers, pick
pick him up. And Evan Ingram, you pick him up. So, let's recap. Our number one waiver wire pickup is going to be Chuba Hubbard. That is number one. And the reason being is because, again, we have the volume, the opportunity is there. If you do not have them already, and we talked about this early, Sam Darnold, Taylor Hinkie, Daniel Jones. I have no idea why you don't have them already. We've been saying their names over and over again. But you got to pick them up. Tight end, Evan Ingram, Tommy Trimble, Dan Arnold. Wide receivers, Emmanuel Sanders, Tim Patrick, Hunter Renfro. I don't know why you don't have them, but just go get these guys. It's going to help you out in your league. Other running backs, we talked about Peyton Barber. And maybe Giovanni Bernard if he hasn't been picked up yet. Ronald Jones is not being involved in his offense. In redraft leagues, you can go ahead and drop him. But in dynasty leagues, he is a trade for candidate. Try to go trade for him low. He is a free agent at the end of this year. He's unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. If he goes to another team, he might be able to ball there. But for right now, Ronald Jones is a buy low, extremely low candidate. See what you could throw at somebody to acquire him, sit him on the end of your bench, and uh, see what you can do with him and see what happens in Dynasty. Okay. So, we look forward to seeing you guys on Wednesday where we're going to do – well, I'm going to record the episode on Wednesday. The episode will drop on Thursday. The star sits. We already told you in our truth episode where we stood with that. Hopefully these waiver wire pickups will help you in your leagues. Um, as always, be true to thyself and earn your chip. This has been Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, and I'll see you guys the next time around. I'm out.